If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is... Eat more Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter, I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's Peanut Butter Cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. Hello, people of Earth. This week, we are taking a July 4th holiday break from Last Looks, and instead we are re-releasing a head of the Skip Made classic episode, the 1983 action thriller Jaws 3D. All right, this episode came out in July 2019, right after our Serenity episode that we also just re-released for our last matinee Monday. And fun fact, these two episodes together contain the complete origin story for my nickname, Tall John. So you finally get the full story right here, back-to-back episodes. And since there are no last looks today, I wanted to tell you all that next week's movie will be the 2004 tween comedy Sleepover, recorded live from Largo in L.A. with special guest... (gasps) I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not going to reveal it. It's a great one. Sleepover stars... Alex Penavega from the Spy Kids movies and also features Jane Lynch, Steve Carell, and very early performances from Brie Larson and Evan Peters. It has a 15% on the tomato meter, and Joe Leiden from Variety says, even by the notoriously flexible standards of bubblegum teen picks, Sleepover comes off as wildly unbelievable and often astonishingly silly. You can stream Sleepover on Prime Video or rent it at all the usual places like your local public library, I will tell you, Sleepover made June and Jason cry. Um, 
Anyway, if you have corrections and omissions for our last movie, Hypnotic, you don't have to worry because we will cover both Hypnotic and Sleepover in our next Last Looks episode. You can still submit corrections and omissions to our Discord at discord.gg hdtgm or leave us a voicemail by calling 619-PAUL-ASK. Just a reminder, we are going to be on tour this summer. Head to hdtgm.com for all the info that we have about that. And when in doubt, go to TeePublic, check out a shirt. We got the brand new Ben Affleck hypnotic shirt up and it is great. All right, that's all I got. Enjoy this re-release of Jaws 3D. It's the most lethargic shark ever photographed on screen. We saw Jaws 3, so you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? This is John speaking. <laughs> I hope you are having a great 4th of July week, and what better way to celebrate 4th of July than with a classic Fourth of July tale, uh, Jaws, dot, 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 three. And I am here to- 3D. Well, three. They took the D off, June, for this release. Here's the thing that I will say, always add more Ds. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, not to bring it up, but I was in- firm, firm Ds. You got to put firm Ds on the end of these movies. You joke about this, but I was in Piranha 3, double Double D. They knew their audience. You hear the voices of my two co-hosts. That is, of course, Jason Manzoukas and June Diane Rafael. How are you both? Well, how are you, Paul? Um, I'm very good. This movie I saw in the theater. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. I remember this movie. I was so psyched about this movie because 3D was a big deal. I remember a movie called Dreamscape also with Dennis Quaid in 3D. Very exciting to see these movies. And this movie, which June is right, it is just 3D, but they make no, um, like, it, you're watching a 3D movie without watching it in 3D. When well, you watch and this. the 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 3D. What I'm presuming is a lot of the 3D stuff yeah. is like underwater, slow moving items. You know, what I yes. mean, it's a lot of stuff. You know, that well, is like. Can you not, tell? Like uh, the fish head yeah. almost seems like a composite. Like it, it really seems like did in a studio. Yes. And, and the and they don't even change the titles. Like the titles are supposed to shoot out at the screen, but yeah. they've left in the trails, so it's almost hard to read. Like when Dennis Dennis Quaid's name comes up, it's got like um, a lot of like w- like depth to it. Yes, but it, it, it's hard to read. I loved the credit at the beginning of the movie that said that this film is suggested by the novel yes, Jaws by Peter Benchley. Suggested, <laughs> suggested by. By the novel. That's, um, that is a crazy, that's a crazy tr- uh, credit. I mean, that was, I mean, when I saw Suggested, I started laughing. And the other thing about this title sequence that made me laugh was, um, you know, uh, Louis Gossett Jr. is in this movie as- LGJ. Uh, love LGJ. Oh, Iron Eagle. The we Landlord. Do the, we got to do that on the, oh, The Landlord. That's uh, a great movie. I also, is which is the one uh, where he's a principal with John Belushi? Oh, what is that Or Jim called? Belushi, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I'm yeah. not going to remember. But yes. Um 
But I thought it was so interesting. We got to do Iron Eagle. Oh, it's on the list. Gedrick? Come on. So good. Um, He was like one of the only other people named Jason in the world. Jason Gedrick. And I remember being like, whoa, cool. Like, because it was otherwise (laughs) that and Jason Robards. And I was like, oh, that old guy. So you didn't know a lot of Jasons? No. In your class? No. Wow. I I grew up with a, a slew of Jasons. Yeah, no, not really. No, I didn't know Jason's yeah, Jason until much later in life. And wow. Jason's now, Jason is now like, I feel like an extinct name. Like how many, really? and do you know any Jasons know any in your Jasons. kids' no. peer group? No, but I grew up never knowing anyone with my name. Yeah. I mean, there were like two old women that I met who sure. had my name. So, but I had several Jasons in my class. I'm, I love that. Well, to That's me, great. I feel like the <laughs> is kids. Is that good to hear? I'm glad that there are Jason. There were Jasons out in the world. I feel it's like an Jasons extinct species. In my classroom, were very much made fun of from Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. It was sort of like that. It was like yes. you know. Uh, I also was a lone name person. There was no Pauls. What yeah. are you talking about? You both have very common boy no, names. No, I barely ever heard it. I was Never very special. June, I was very special. I was alone in the world as a Jason. <laughs> you know, it was so hard for people to pronounce my name. Do you pronounce the L? Is it a strong L? Well, I was do it- remember, not to sit, not to get off on too much of a tangent, <laughs> but Paul and I had to pick up a pizza in Ojai once. And oh, we, my God. We were staying with a group of friends over things. Thanksgiving, but it was like the day after nobody wanted to cook. Jason, you weren't invited, I guess. But I must not have been there at this house in Ojai that apparently a group of you were at. Yeah, I don't people. remember why you were there. Some of your best friends. Oh, wow. But some people you're very, very dear to hmm. uh, were definitely Your mom there. and dad were there. Really? Bill and I Cindy? Yeah, they were having, they were, they were fun. Oh, they um, were yeah, they're fun. A, they are a blast. Oh, we had, we had so many laughs with yeah, them. Yeah, I so, have not <laughs> talked to them since they told me I was a quote-unquote bummer. <laughs> so the next night... After Thanksgiving, we ordered pizza so we didn't have to cook. And that's the way we roll. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, you cooked the whole time. Yeah, I mean, we you got it. We're always, well, listen, I mean, June will put on that apron. Cooking. Yeah. So we go huh. to get the pizzas. Paul and I go to get them. Everybody oh else stays back. And people are hungry. <laughs> people are hungry. People are hungry. Yeah. And we get to the pizza place and we're waiting. Well, we go in there and we're <laughs> like, Paul, Paul. Yeah. We're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> and Paul says, I'm sorry, I'm just checking in on because we ordered like five pies. A lot of people were there. Yeah. I'm like, and yet I didn't uh, get invited. You were you definitely weren't there. Wow. Yeah, we're so like, many people. Paul's five like, pies were Paul's the people. like, I, I gotta um I've ordered five five pies for Paul. <laughs> She's like, uh, I don't have that order. And we're like, What? And she's like, I don't, I have nothing here for Paul. And we're like, we just called. What do you mean? You said to come by in 40 minutes. She's like, I'm so sorry. I don't have anything here for Paul. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, Paul, all of our dear friends are back there. Everybody's so hungry. Uh, not all finally, of your dear friends. Let's just say, let's, okay, let's let qualify me that. Yeah. The all of your dear friends are okay, The people in our life that we choose to holiday with. Holiday uh, with. Okay. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and spend holidays, not like vacation holidays. No, yeah. no, 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 not in the British real, sense. Like yes, holidays. Yeah, federally sanctioned holidays. <laughs> yes. uh, like a bank holiday. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We bank holidays. Is this your bank holiday group? Yes. It's a very odd group, but great people. <laughs> odd group. So then she says, Jason Gedrick is in that group. Oh, God. Only it. one Jason. Per JG? Group. So then she says, uh, I don't have anything here. I I guess I have an order for five pizzas for Tom. 
For, for tall. Tall. <laughs> I'm enjoying watching you tell the story. Just I love back. that somehow the story is getting slower and slower and slower. <laughs> I have five pieces for tall. <laughs> tall. Tall. I hope your answer tall. was like, well, that's not us because we are Paul. <laughs> and Paul goes, I guess that's me. I think you misheard me. And she's like, no, no, no. I This is for a tall. Tall. The name, the common the name. name T-A-L. Tall. Wow. It was a wild That's a ride. And then Talia Shire walked in. She took those five pieces. Tala Shire from The Godfather and Rocky films just walked in. She oh was like, uh, five pizzas for Tal. And they were oh like, Adrian. She's oh, like, oh, so can't funny. I just escape this? Uh. Um, so speaking of names, yeah. uh, like what I thought was so funny about these credits were, you know, this is obviously a sequel, the third sequel in the franchise of the Jaws films. We talked about Jaws 4. Uh, I would say the, the only defining thing about this movie is it's uh, better than Jaws 4. It's not saying much. But um, when they're rolling the credits, it says Louis Gossett Jr. as... Calvin Boussard. It's like, well, what does that mean to that, anything? Yep. Yep. That, 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 that's a nothing know. thing. It would be like, as President Abraham Lincoln, you know, like there's that name is not a character from the movie. We don't write. Well, did they do that for all the names? I skipped through nope. those. No. Okay. Because I was going to say, I wonder if they were doing it so that it told us that because the Dennis Quaid and the little brother character yeah. were are, are Roy Scheider's sons. Yes. yes, that's correct. Which I feel now, like Dennis Quaid plays. I mean, I guess let's just get into it. But the chief engineer, I guess. I don't know what his job world? is. I have a, I have a, yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. He is uh, like. That's all I have. And so, and he's, he's engineering so like the tunnels. Did he the, build that whole underwater uh, uh, facility? I, I, I thought he was a marine biologist. No. But, okay, or, but then later on when he's welding, like yeah. he's literally no, he's welding. he's like the facilities like, guy. Okay. And she's the marine biologist. But what's strange about that? What, is I there, understand why you thought that because he's a man and so he should be the, the, yeah, the marine biologist. You got me. Right. Um, but, but she was the doctor and he was. Was just like a handyman. Yeah, no, see, he wasn't just a handyman. No, 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 I know he was like but, a true. But like, that's what was weird about it because he seemed to be an engineer, right? But also like the operations manager, like yep. the guy you call on to come fix the thing. Yes, which seemed odd. Well, well he was also how old is he? Do you think he seems quite 20? young to have the level of uh, authority? Maybe that's why everything kept breaking down. By the way, yes. No, also, it was because of the shark. No, because there were problems with the gates before the shark. No, no the, that shark was the, the shark hit the shark. The shark oh, hit the true. gate. That's that true. was the shark. Uh, and by the way, but two I sharks. Would think, we though, didn't even know. It was I'm two. sorry, but, but I would think he would create. He could create something with that high level position to withstand a shark. Well, I think the shark is so powerful, it's so big, it just knocked it off the rails. Yeah. It wasn't like it broke. I will say this. I noticed one thing, and it's a very visual thing, and I'm just going to ask you guys to remember it. He rides like an old school yes. jet ski, like the ones where the, um, it's not like the one that you sit down thin, on. It's, it's a thin, thin one. No, it's like, one. it's a, it's not a ski do. It's a jet ski. So it is, you stand on top of it yeah. and the, the handle pops up. And, and so the yeah. way that I understand it, cause when I was in Piranha 3D, not three double D, mm-hmm. um, I went Which out. you were this, also in. I was in both. Uh, they didn't have enough money now, to do my super destiny. Super quick question. Yeah. Will you guys be covering those movies on, uh, unspooled? 
Oh, I mean, well, we have to wait until the 2017 or 2019 list. I mean, I'm sure, okay. I'm sure it will definitely be on. I mean, one of them will definitely yeah, be on yeah, the yeah. list. Okay. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of horror on, the, on that list. We actually did a great episode of Unspooled recently where we talked about horror films. Anyway, Spike Lee was on Unspooled last week. Um, and he was saying. <laughs> that, got, that got really weird. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, so what I remember about those jet skis is you have to kind of be in the water with the handles, ramp them up, yeah. and you get on them. It's it's not a um, you start usually you started on your knees on those yes, and then got into a standing position because yes. it was they're very difficult to like just like what he does, yes. which is jump on and off of it like it's a bike. And the way that you can tell it's so uncomfortable because you see when he goes to the next dock, yeah, like he's going in and he's. Trying to yeah. park it like a motorcycle, yeah. but you can see he's like, he I gotta falls. jump off. This I gotta, before. Yeah. <laughs> he literally. There, and dude, how about the time when he's driving the golf cart and it tips over? Yes, I was that like, was this crazy. is reckless. Yeah. This movie is reckless. He clearly, he clearly did both of those stunts. Yes, really. I don't even know that those were intended to no, be stunts. Exactly. I, think I think he just happened. went for it. Yeah. yeah, I think they were like, you can't get wet, you can't fall in the water, and you can see the fear. Like I see him going yes. in, and the thing is shaking a little bit. I he's thought like, yeah. the exact same yeah. thing. I was like, I wonder if he if he ever didn't land this because this to to pull a pull up on a jet ski yeah. and jump onto a dock very no hard very, very hard, hard. No small feet people um, there people look ridiculous on jet skis in the, that type of a jet ski oh yeah for sure. I, in all jet on all isn't that well, how well, I, mean, like, I don't know Did, I, I think i look pretty cool when i'm like jason looks great on it yeah um didn't Tad from General Hospital die on a jet ski? I remember that as a kid. Oh, no. um, I remember like Tad was like, does a Tad like the Who's cool? Tad? I don't remember. There was that. a guy. There was a, a guy. I always like my parents when my mom would watch like soap operas, and I think it was General Hospital or my children. There was a young guy named Tad, and uh, and he his character died in a jet ski accident. And I was always like, oh, was he your favorite character? Yeah, because he was, was? yeah because he was like kind of like my age. He was kind of like the like the new Luke and Laura. Like Luke and Laura were like a Got little it. bit. Like they were a little bit past my yeah, age. And this is—is is this before Stamos comes in as Blackie? I believe was his name. <laughs> what? Ninety-nine percent sure that's what? right. Look it up. If I'm wrong, we can cut it from the from the episode. But I'm ninety-nine percent sure that is right. Oh my God, uh, Blackie Parish on General <laughs> Hospital. That's right. Um, General Hospital, nineteen eighty-three. I mean, Blackie how steals crazy food. Crazy is that? Blackie Parish. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, so oh, Tad, Tad is from All My Children. Here he is. Okay. Uh, yeah, his name is Tad. His fictional character, Tad Martin. So his uh, character died on a Played by speed. Michael E. Knight, not the Knight Rider, Michael E. Knight. Uh, but he died. Well, Michael Knight was the character. <laughs> he wasn't played by the fictional character. Yeah. Michael Knight from Knight Rider, portrayed by David Hasselhoff. Sure, sure, sure. Uh <laughs> I love that you were a kid watching soap operas with your mom. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would watch soap operas all the time. In fact, I feel a lot of shame over trying to make out with one of my girlfriends because I watched so many soap operas. It was all I yeah, was you were all, consuming. Uh, yes. Yeah. Kissing seemed like the most important thing. And and also like what everyone should be doing at all times. Yes. Dramatic kissing. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way... Uh, <laughs> I do have an embarrassing story about That's that. That's my pickup line when I'm in bars. I'm like, hey, you want to pretend like it's a soap opera? <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, just so you know, it was Because my twin brother's about to come out, and he's a bad boy. <laughs> then I go to the bathroom, and I come out wearing an eye patch. <laughs> and I'm like, was my brother here? <laughs> um, by the way, Ted did not die in the jet ski. I just Googled it. Um, 
It was another two characters. They were Greg and Jenny Gardner. And Jenny accidentally gets on the, the jet ski that was rigged with explosives. So it wasn't even a jet ski okay. accident. It was oh, like, rigged with explosives? Yes, it was wow. rigged with explosives. Well, welcome back to Soap Talk. 19, <laughs> 1980s Soap Talk. So it says, Tad, Jenny's biological brother, scheduled a day of fun for Greg and Jenny at Willow Lake, just outside of town. And Tony wires Greg's jet ski to explode. But the last minute, Jenny gets on the jet ski instead, and she ends up being the victim. She dies at the Pine Valley Hospital at age 20. Oh, God. With Greg That's at her terrible. side. So sad. So sad. Very sad for them, because I believed in their love. I did, too. Um, I almost, I tried to French my mom after watching Love Boat. <laughs> Hey, what? I've heard this what is, story before. What is happening but... right now? Is this for the podcast? Are we was, are we putting this out into as the a world? Little kid, I you could... you try <laughs> to make out your words with your mom. No, I said no, French. 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 Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I get it though. I mean, I, 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 I do understand it. I get it because I did the same to many other. I was like, oh my god, twelve. I was like a little kid. I was like watching like the Love Boat all the time, and they were always like open mouth yes. kissing so I just thought oh that That's I didn't understand you kiss. that, that must be the next level of kissing yeah. right I get I can get that and were, was she receptive no <laughs> did she consent <laughs> enthusiastically guys please. oh god oh, oh boy I feel good to get it off my chest oh I feel my good. god today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, 
It gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bonkers. That's simplysafe.com/bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. If you're SeaWorld, why would you agree to this movie? Right? Isn't that crazy? Why would SeaWorld be like, put all of our logos on this movie where a killer shark gets here, our patrons are injured, our our staff doesn't know what to do. Um, This movie, I believe- Our infrastructure is falling apart before it's even opened. It was a mess. The whole thing was a mess. This whole movie is, forgive me, because I did not realize this, this is the same plot line exactly as The Meg. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Underwater tunnels. Um, They think they've caught the shark, but that's actually the baby. And there's actually a mother shark. Every, it's like beat for beat, Mm -hmm. the Meg. I think there's only so many shark movies that you can do. So once the shark, you bet we can do the shark movie above water. We can do the shark movie below water. Yeah. I, I mean, it was such a weird thing. To have two sharks, what a what a trick! What a trick for you! Like I actually thought that worked. Do you like that? Well, yeah. it, it was hard for me initially because when they caught, not hard for me, but when they caught the great okay? white, I was guys. Hey, what, uh, Jason? Jeez, wow, did you have really a taking, sip of water. He's really taking it um, rough. Uh, um, hey, 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 hey! It was hard for me because when they oh, caught no. the shark, I was like, oh, "That's no. the shark," and they caught the shark, and it was oh, a baby. No. Yeah, and I was, was like, baby. "It's such a small baby," and <laughs> then it died. <laughs> it died. The baby Jason, shark Jason, died. Jason. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark is dead. Um, the baby shark died. No, I was like when the when they caught the shark, I was like, well, that shark is just too small. So there's obviously a bigger shark, and yeah, that. So you knew it. Yeah, because she was able to be in the tank with a great white yes. shark, Seems and I was like, oh, that no, that yeah. wouldn't make it. But sense. by the way, the first kill of the movie, uh, going back to the 3D, like the composite 3D shots, um, is like this very like peaceful like kind of dopey looking fish and then the shark just like eats its head off and then the head just full it's a slow float everything in this movie was like the 3d is going to be so good we need to not only linger on it we just gotta let the audience sit oh the the head the submersible that yellow submersible they lingered on that thing moving in and out of like our visual space it was terrible looking but the crazy thing about that opening shot is there was nothing again we didn't watch it in 3d so i don't know what that experience was like although in general i don't we do like have a 3d a, tv i don't like a 3d experience You're very mad i don't that. care about 3d at, at all. all i didn't care about avatar i know it's not you know what movie it, i never think it. about ever avatar. avatar oh yeah it's like i saw it but yet did there's two more being oh. made i think there's three we, more being made. oh gosh we did see that together uh, in new york you and i yeah, it was not good i couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in that movie and it nope. i believe is still the greatest the largest grossing movie of all time well i will tell you that the uh the ride in animal kingdom is the most transformative uh roller coaster experience i've ever had you get on the back of 
uh, whatever the fuck those things are in the flying things. And it, and you're in this 3d world. It's almost like back to the future or Soren, but you're flying through the world of avatar. I'm like, that's how you should experience this movie. I don't need a plot. I just want to fly over. You know like, what? Big- if I'm going to watch that, I'll watch how to train your dragon. They've uh, got better flying in How to Train Your Dragon. We were just talking about this the other day. How to Train really Your like. Dragon is is great. Those movies, I think, are undeniably fantastic. You watched the third I one in the theater. Disagree. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, in terms of like those kind of fantasy one? movies, I have, yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not as good as the first. I think the first one is just great. I, um, I don't think I've seen the first one. It's wonderful. It's just a sweet, yeah. I don't know. It's not like the best movie yeah. of all time. It's not like, you know, Miyazaki level, you know, right. animated perfection. But it's I, I enjoyed it, actually. I think my expectations were quite low. Okay. Um, but my point is, like, Avatar, they have this argument. I will now shout out the Slash film cast. Uh, Dave Chen, uh, Devendra Hardwar, and Jeff Kanata have been having this argument for years now as to whether Avatar is culturally relevant at all. I, and I yeah. think it is a zero. It I is, totally no, agree. Disagree. It, I, mean, I, I, I disagree. agree. I, sorry, I agree. Yeah. I, People don't know it, and I, I have the same issue with that movie Space Jam that they're remaking with uh, LeBron James. Like, you're making a movie about Warner Brothers characters. No one cares about Nobody Bugs cares. Bunny and Daffy Duck anymore. They're they like, and that's that at least makes sense. But Avatar came out; it was such a huge thing. Avengers just beat it at the box office, and. I, I don't think anyone will. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a. I don't think there's any nostalgia for it. Like, I feel like half of the reason Star Wars still exists is because our entire generation is so nostalgic for it still that we can't wait to introduce it to all of our kids and and keep the thing moving forward. I don't think anybody's like, you, my God, my kids got to see the next Avatars. We're so excited they to go get, to Pandora. You yeah. know. By the way, uh, yeah, but yet they Pandora built- is now synonymous with a music streaming service, not the land in Avatar or the. Oh, I did yeah. see Paul after he came out of that ride at Disney, yeah. and you seemed like a different man. Thank wow, you. a different man. Yeah. I mean, I went in there. You you always what said, I told what if him, we said, he said, I want to go on this ride. I said, no, thank you. What if we yeah. found out that that ride, like they replaced Paul with a clone? <laughs> they did take my DNA. Uh, oh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember a good chunk of it. But my DNA was taken, <laughs> and then I woke up kind of in a daze outside the ride, and I, it was great. Yeah, you did. You said no. Did you regret that? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I'm fine with my roller coaster experiences being what they are currently. Like, I don't really. I'm need, cool with past tense. Yeah, I don't need anything so from a roller coaster. Would experience. you walk through that haunted mansion in the middle of SeaWorld, which was so odd that they had a haunted mansion? Oh, I didn't see that part. Oh, where basically it's this one little moment where. They're going through one of the tunnels, and then like a big fish goes, yeah. and then and like, like an oh, octopus yeah. grabs yeah. a woman. Yeah, I was like, well, how aggressive is this? Yeah. like uh, haunted house that like uh, they yeah. can grab people I mean, with tentacles. Has anyone here been to SeaWorld? Is that what SeaWorld looks like? I've I mean, never I won't been. go. And I ha- I have been into SeaWorld. Uh, I don't go because I'm you know like I don't I I'm not going to like go to those parks. I do send them. Forty-five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, no, he, I, you I do want, try to keep them open. I want the park to exist. I just don't want to go. Yeah, that's a really cool that's thing. So He's like, I do a lot of fundraising much. for them. They are very well endowed. They do not need your money. Oh, how do you know they're so well endowed? <laughs> Jeez, what is this about? Um, you know, June, are you fucking SeaWorld? <laughs> June is in a a throuple with me. Are you and in an Fear open World. relation with SeaWorld? <laughs> just SeaWorld. <laughs> 
<laughs> Paul and I discussed it. It's out in the open. There's nothing. That's we're you know, that's okay so healthy. with it. We're that is really so okay with it. Healthy. Um, we're open vis a vis. We're only with each other, but either of us can be with a theme park or an yes. inanimate object. You know, for me, it's Hollywood Studios, which is a offshoot of Walt Disney World. It used to be MGM Studios. I was trying to find on my uh, iPhotos me at SeaWorld tossing some fish. Why in. were you at SeaWorld? Why would you ever when support was SeaWorld? When I was a little kid. I had nothing. Oh. This is before you were Around understand. the time where you were Frenching your mom or be, before? Wait, Frenching did you guys, mom time. Did you guys go on a date to SeaWorld? A romantic getaway? <laughs> you and your mom? <laughs> Uh, Tossing fish at SeaWorld and Frenching no, in the restaurant you know, afterwards? I, I would never, you know what? Having, <laughs> having shrimp, tossing shrimp cocktail into each other's mouths, you weirdos. You know, look, say what you will. Uh, my mom taught me a lot of great stuff. And, you know, uh, you know, my mom was the first person I ever played standoff with. The classic bar game. What? What is that? You know, is that this, in this movie. In this oh, movie, oh, oh, oh. In this movie where. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm sorry. The pushing game? Yeah. Where I've Sean never Brody. Seen that I've yeah. seen that. I didn't know that's what it's called, but I know that game. Wait, that's a game like that it happened what in bars like and stuff? I don't know about bars, no, but it was like we used to play it in like Boy Scouts and stuff like oh, okay. that. It's like a it's like a balance, you know, kind of game. It's Got like it. a, you what know. What are the... What is the what is the rule? You have to stay. You have to your feet have to stay on the ground planted, and you're trying to push knock the other person off balance. But what you're doing a lot of it is faking them out, so that when they gird themselves, thinking you're going to push them, you don't. And then when they stiffen up, you push them so that they are suddenly you know uh, vulnerable. I just want to take a moment. And you push them straight to the ground. Uh, to just show Jason and Jin. Wow. Me at SeaWorld. With a seal. A seal. Nice. Really fun. Really That's fun really stuff. cute. Um, I love, by the way, Paul, John. such a cute kid. Thank you. So, and I will say, a very cute man. A very Thank cute you, self. Jason. You know, I feel comfortable saying that from the point of view of I only have known you as a man. I didn't <laughs> know you during the mommy Frenching years of your childhood. <laughs> so that sounds like a fun game, actually. Yeah, I think that that's a game that's right up your alley. Yeah, I the like pushing that. people off. Of I that. feel like I it, it's um it, it was like that. I've never seen it in this context with like older people playing it in a bar or something. Yeah, like that. it was like a that. kids never game. But it. then Leah Thompson, who's this is her first performance, her first movie role. I, I love, love Leah, Leah Thompson. She is the best. She plays Kellyanne Bukowski, one of the uh, Sea World uh, water, water skiers. skiers. Yep, and daughter of Charles Bukowski, the author. Yeah, which is real. So we didn't get it's into that at. much yet. It's just at. a little bit um it's it's so they fall in love very quickly but this movie is very pg i mean it is rated pg so like even their like little romantic moment in another movie would have been dirtier yeah well they would have gone skinny dipping instead of like swimming in their bathing suits yeah they go swimming in their bathing suits and then on top of that then they have like a a kind of a romantic like uh (laughs) like bumper boat yeah thing they're very uh, like little. But kids. he does say that like if Dennis Quaid hadn't interrupted them, boy, can you imagine if it had been Randy Quaid in that part? The Quaid brothers just fucking Randy Quaid from it? Uh, from. <laughs> oh, that, I was thinking he play his character from National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, that would be great too. But I more mean like Randy Quaid in this yeah. era of Randy Quaid. Um, anyway, um, one of the things that made me insane was the first of all they all act so. Goofy, like all of the non sharks in the movie act like insane. You mean the actors? (laughs) The non shark actors. Because I think you delineate between shark actors and non shark actors. (laughs) That is correct. The non sharks act insane. Like they are falling all over each other. Everybody's 
kissing each other on the mouth. Every like the Everybody. Dennis Quaid's girlfriend kisses his open brother mouth, on the mouth kisses her little his little brother See, on the mouth. Is it so wrong? Is well, no. it so wrong? Dennis Quaid doesn't kiss oh. his brother on the mouth. It's sure. not. It's not. Let me be very clear, Paul. Yeah. Open mouth kissing is fine. Oh, okay. but when it's yeah. your mother, that is incest. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. It All right. Would yeah, be like yeah, yeah. Me kissing you. your mom on the mouth. <laughs> By the way, I would pay ten thousand dollars to watch that. <laughs> It would be really uh, weird. It makes me the already other thing uncomfortable. She does, yeah, it's very uncomfortable. The other thing she does that I, that drove me nuts was every time she kisses Dennis Quaid, she makes a yes. sound. It's, it drove it's, me crazy. It, I hate. Um, I hate when people in movies, when they're romantically kissing, do a pursed lip. Like it's formal so kiss, not like, like open like a, mouth kissing like we kiss. Yes. Yeah. You know, but it, it's like a demonstrable, like the sound, yes. the everything, which is like. It's like show don't tell. It's a, it's, it, nobody kisses like that. It's bizarre. It's kind of she the late house kissing. Over and over. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. I mean, anyway, oh so boy, that's, so much that's kissing. The kissing. They well, also do that thing where they're always kissing, even when like circumstances are awful. They're finding like romantic beats to play when like children's lives are at oh, stake. Yeah. But, and one of their friends has gone missing for, I think, days. And we yeah. never see his girlfriend again. Yeah. His distraught girlfriend is who she's like, he, she packs his bags. She's like, he's left me. And they're like, we haven't seen him. And then we don't find that guy's corpse until days yep. later. And by the way, the movie, the gore in this movie is so weird because like when they find his body, it's comical. It, yes. it looks like what you would walk into in like a Halloween store. It's like, it's it's not well done. It's not good at all. And like, when they pull the blanket off to identify the body, it is like, like teeming with sea life. Yeah, like <laughs> maggots in its there's mouth. There's crabs yeah. rocking around on his head. And there's like, I was like, wouldn't they clean this up? Or no, like maybe not. Things are floating around in his teeth. And then it's going, bleh, 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 bleh. Like, but, but why is the engineer IDing the body? Yes. And it seems like everybody there, I mean, we really get into SeaWorld employee culture in this yes. movie. Yes. And it does seem like it's a small group of people where everybody knows everybody. Everybody's fucking in everybody. In that scene, everybody's kissing each other on the lips. In that scene where they're identifying the body, there's about six other people in the room. Yeah. Don't yeah. they know this man? No. No, they are, I believe, like who the, the police. I'm assuming they're police who came in because there's a dead body. Uh, I assumed they were okay. like, hey, we've got an actual okay. emergency. I think police are, or medics gotcha. or something, the EMTs are maybe. Gotcha. I, I don't know. But my assumption was they were from outside the park because this is a dead body. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that was also confusing because they seem to be we I don't know. I'm going to ask this question. Is there a scene in this movie that takes place outside of SeaWorld? No, no the answer is no. Right. That's crazy. I mean, well, I would say that this movie is aggressively light. Yeah. Like nothing happens in this movie. And it's an hour and like. 40 minutes it's like oh yeah and no, it's like, too long nothing happens in it uh, the, nothing happens for a solid hour yeah well I mean you see shark and the sharks look so fake like you know that whole idea that Spielberg didn't want to shoot the shark because yep. it would look fake I guess by three they're like oh fuck it well we could just show fake yep. shark I mean every time you see the shark it looks fake except for when it's a real shark and they literally speed it up to look more intimidating like like there's moments where the shark is just like on sped up film, yeah. but he doesn't look, he looks yeah. tranquilized yeah. and tired. Like you this also is a- only ever really see that shark. And by the way, it's a she. 
Okay. The the mama the, shark. The big well, shark. But what about shark? the baby shark? The big well, shark. The baby shark is only featured really for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or two yeah. The no, movie. the big shark is a she. Oh, even think- though the British guy keeps calling it a he. A lot of people in the movie call yeah. the shark a he, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. Well, June, I got some information for you but here she, about the, the, the oh, go ahead. oh, it's about the female male switch. The female dolphin in the movie is actually Sandy or Sandy. Sandy. It's actually a male dolphin named Capricorn, and he lives in Discovery Cove right now, which is owned by SeaWorld Orlando. Um, Wasn't something going on a few years back where a lot of dolphins were raping people? I think that's, I think that's, a, uh, <laughs> I don't know that that was just limited to a few years back. That's still going on. I, I think so. I think, you know, left unchecked, these dolphins are just out of control. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I think there have been instances where dolphins get very physical with people. When you're swimming with dolphins, when you're in and amongst swimming with dolphins, they they can be very physical and they can like knock you down and get uh, on top. Like, I just think there is. That's the price you pay. Yes, but it is sexual. I believe for them it is it is born of a sexual drive. Desire. uh, I think. I'm speaking, I, I could be repeating apocryphal no, no, no. stories. No, no, no. We are saying this like is fact. That. This is yeah. ex- absolute fact. Well, Don't- here's the thing. We are marine. Are we marine biologists? Is well, this guys, a marine biology guys, podcast? I, I do have some uh, interesting news. A part of the whole thing we've been talking about bears. We're talking about sharks now. <laughs> um, the country bears is closing. I know. I uh, saw that. Wow. It's a big deal. Did uh, we do that? I think we did. Did we call attention to something that they were like, wait a minute, wait, that's, that's still, still open? open? Yeah. And, and we got to close that. People are upset. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to June, what you were talking about with employee culture here. And this is the first scene that we see of, it seems like three things are going on at once. There is uh, interviews going on at SeaWorld. There's corporate training going on. There's a guy making a flower uh, arrangement. And then there's another guy just explaining the geography of SeaWorld, all within a foot of each other. But is this the first ever SeaWorld that's ever open? I think it's the new SeaWorld underwater pavilion. That's what they think they're, they're and, hypothesizing. Uh, and the, yeah, I think that that underwater thing is the big selling point. And as is, the, are those, do the, those underwater attractions exist at SeaWorld? No. Oh, I do. I, um, you can, de- yes, definitely. We've been in a couple of those things. Not like, at SeaWorld. At Las Vegas. Where, where you can go underneath, where you can be in a tunnel and looking up at like what the fish are around. Huh. Yeah, that exists. That's a thing. So oh, it's not, not like thing, this, not like where there's like branches no, 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 no. of tunnels. tunnels. Not, with not like, that I know okay, of. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, this is, uh, but again, I have not been to SeaWorld, so I don't want to vouch yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is uh, what we learn about the employees a little bit. Our dress code here, so keep your hair and nails trimmed. And please, don't alter your costumes. Once you've been fitted with your SeaWorld Guide apparel, the shorts are short enough. <laughs> Show any cheek and you'll be back shoveling french fries. <laughs> now, let's continue with our welcome speech again. All together now. Welcome to SeaWorld, the, the world's, world's largest marine life park. That's why, terrible. Why, first of all, again, why is SeaWorld allowing this to be yeah. on film? But then why are they all practicing a welcome? Are they all doing a unison Welcome to yeah. SeaWorld. And they all have hand gestures to it as a, it's, it is. At SeaWorld, in, do you, do they shovel fries? Is that, is I that get you like, like saying you're, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the plum it job. you back down. This is the plum job of, I don't know what the plum job at SeaWorld is. Like, what are they doing? Cause they're, they're in like short shorts and like a stripy top. They're not like. I'm assuming in, they're like guides or, you know, uh, yes. so, you know, maybe they lead tour groups. I don't know. <laughs> 
it was pretty, this was like, this, you're right to describe it as thin. There was like, it was neither nor, neither was there enough suspense built to keep yep. us, to keep it, uh, to keep ratcheting up the tension, nor was there any kind of character explanation or exploration rather that was uh, fun to dig into while we were not being uh, uh, shown I mean, the shark. I think there'd be a tension throughout the movie about whether or not Dennis Quaid's going to go to Venezuela and leave his marine Lady love. biologist doctor. But that doesn't really, there, there are no stakes there. Like we know that she's, they're going to end up together. She's going to go. Like there's just nothing to there. me. To me, I also want to just ask the big, big question, which is we know that this is the son of Roy Scheider's character from Jaws and Jaws 2. There's never a moment where like, I know that they say that his brother doesn't want to go in the water, but there's never a moment where, like, Mike Brody's like, this is fu- like This, this is happening is again, again to me? Like, yeah. I have been in this situation. Like, what, what person, never mind two people, him and his brother, have now experienced three separate great white shark attacks in, in different areas? And the shark is seemingly... Of like being called to him because there are two moments where he's like, guys, there's a great white shark here. And he looks out. And then as he's talking, we get to the shark's POV. Yeah. And the shark just comes right into the restaurant to be like, hey, what's up? Hi, well, I'm in the restaurant. was this in Jaws 4 that we did? That well, they the, follow the shark him, yeah. follows them to the Caribbean? Yes. Just to get revenge? Well, this shark, I mean, it wasn't even, I mean, maybe it was one for revenge because then later on, the shark has no problem breaking through the glass in the command yeah. center. Like, that was the best, dumbest effect of this whole movie. <laughs> Like shark, and then the shark crashes through. But this is how I remember it as a kid. That was the scariest moment ever because the, the glass, glass flying oh, out interesting. and the shark coming. But it, when it, you watch it in two D, it is the che- like the oh. cheapest looking it, effect. It's so slow. The movie is yes. all, the action, uh, partially because it's underwater, is so slow moving. It's so like none of like the tension from the first jaws of like oh being above and not knowing what's below and then getting those little peaks. This is so much of this is below water. It's just kind of murky and yep. dark and slow and it's like plotting. And the shark Everything's doesn't look at night too. Like yeah. all the real action with the shark is happening in the dark. Well, what yeah. is this? Game of Thrones, season nice, seven. Nice. Uh, yeah, it did Miguel Sapochnik direct this movie? Slam. I'm just kidding. I had no problem with the darkness in that episode. I thought uh, it was terrific. The DP came out and uh, and apologized for that episode. Yeah, which he shouldn't have done because it looked. I thought it looked great. I think it was compression. Um, the uh, what I was actually thinking about though too is the shark. Like I know I've said it now a couple times. Looks lethargic in the sense that even when he eats that British guy, who I have no connection to, and is he a villain? What I don't who even know is if he's he a supposed villain. To be, he is uh, Philip um, Fitzroy. Yeah. No, I, what was his point? Like he's not. He's not a bad he's guy. Not, you know, he's not Robert Shaw. Yep. He's not um, Richard Dreyfus, nope. and he's certainly not uh, Roy Scheider. I just couldn't even tell in the context of the movie what his job was. Well, I thought, yes, I thought he was supposed to be, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I didn't know if he was coming to film for a specific publication or magazine or just document this SeaWorld experience for their own internal I could, yeah. I think, how, I think he was supposed to be some sort of like Jacques Cousteau slash Crocodile no. Dundee type of yes. person. This is how we're introduced to him. Here we go. This is uh, how we, we, get, we hear him. Philip Fitzroy with a capital R is here to film us. Meet our resident day uh, scientific staff. 
<laughs> that is it. He's here to film us and meet our scientific staff, which he, by the way, Louis Gossett Jr. does not seem like he knows anything going on at SeaWorld. Oh, He's watching, for sure. He, like, we're introduced to him watching the, uh, the jet ski or the, uh, the, the, um, Oh, yeah, it's not jet ski. The, uh, water ski um, water ski team. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't seem, he just seems, he does not seem like, he, he seems like someone was a son. It's hard to tell, though. That's what I didn't understand about his character. Is he, like, does he stand to make a lot of money if SeaWorld does well? What is he the just, corporate He seems to be here? to be like an administrator. I don't think he that's, owns SeaWorld. Well, if he owns SeaWorld, that's one thing. And may, maybe he does. I, I don't think no so. I think idea. he's just no. like the, like the, uh, chief operations officer he's or something Calvin like Lassard. that. Um, I think he's just like running the park day to day. Which is crazier though, because if he's just running the park day to day and isn't like fully, like if he has no real skin in the game other than his own salary, mm-hmm. he he seems to be looking the other way where he should not be. Oh, no, he's definitely allowing for things to happen that escalate the the danger, uh, the circumstances. Yeah, oh, absolutely. According to Wikipedia, Calvin Bouchard (laughs) is the park manager. That's all he is. He's just a park manager. uh, And, uh, yeah, that's that's all we know. What? It seemed... Boy. And and just so you guys know, uh, well, okay, I mean, Kay Morgan is the senior marine biologist, but they're not giving me a title for what Michael Brody is. Michael Brody is titleless, which makes me go that he's not even really the head of maintenance. I think he's just a guy. I mean, he's big enough that no, like the Venezuelans want him. You know, he's like he's he's done good enough <laughs> yeah. work that they they need him in Venezuela. Right. My question about the <laughs> Crocodile Dundee Bill Irwin type guy yeah. is. I thought they were trying to establish him, which would have made sense to me, as a romantic rival yes. for the um, Dr. Morgan. What was her? Uh, that was Bess Armstrong played Catherine Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought they were trying to establish, oh, she's with Dennis Quaid, but here's this hunky, you know, um, guy. And that that is going to be some sort of thing. Uh, and it's not at all. He's just a prick. And OK, everybody doesn't like him. But then we kind of do like him later in the movie when he's like, maybe he is helpful. Maybe he will. Maybe his bravery is going to be something that will help us. And instead, Uh, chomp, chomp, chomp. See you later, guy. But by the way, not even chomp, chomp, chomp. It seems as if he just slips into that shark's mouth. Mm -hmm. That shark does not attack him. He slips in. You think think he committed suicide? (laughs) You think? How many people in this movie do you think wanted to get eaten by that shark? I feel like all these people were dissatisfied with uh, with their life and their job. They're like, how cool it would be to die at a theme park. But like, I, when I watch that scene at the end. That'd be an amazing single day at SeaWorld if they were like, listen, this is what we're doing. If you want to commit suicide, come to the park, jump on in the tank. Yeah. This gonna, is what we're doing. It's we're a gonna, Vorkian gonna, day. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna feed, feed these animals, right? It's good for them. We're going to give you what you want. And you know what? It's a theme day. <laughs> You know what? We want to, all we want at the end of the day is a parking lot full of abandoned cars. (laughs) (laughs) So we get another Salmon Carmex. It is so crazy, though, to see his whole body. That was the one part where I felt like, okay, they did an okay job with the effects there. Because I did feel oh, yeah. like I was inside the shark. That was actually the best it, effect honestly, of the Honestly, it was a thrill. That I, I will agree with you. That was the most clever shot of the entire movie, just watching his goggles bob up and down <laughs> as they kind of come out of his mouth. Now, thankfully, and this is the craziest thing about the movie, the way the movie ends and the way the whole day is saved is like he put two grenades on himself. Yes. So at the end, 
It's the craziest way they kill this fucking shark. It's like one of the grenades is just kind of still hanging around in the mouth of the shark. And then Dennis Quaid and uh, and Catherine Morgan have to like use a, a, oh, a long yeah. stick to like get the stick through the hole of the pin of the grenade and then rip the pin out. And, and they, sh- they spend so much time earlier in the movie explaining how grenades work. Remember when he first goes out, he yeah. wants to bring the grenades and they're like, no, you can't bring grenade. You can't bring homemade bombs out into <laughs> SeaWorld waters, blah, blah, blah. And then they have a whole explanation. Well, it's totally safe unless you pull the pin out and they really explain beat for beat how what a grenade, grenade works. Um, which is essentially, which is so weird because it's like, that's, they're basically recreating the end of Jaws, which is in Jaws, he has the scuba right. tank in his mouth and Roy Scheider has to shoot the tank to blow up the tank to blow up the shark. But this is like, oh. this is like a carnival game that you would never yes. be able to win because you're trying to pull, you're trying to pull a pin of a grenade out that's sitting in a shark's mouth with a long stick that has no real leverage to like pull it out, but yet they do it and he blows up and it's so anticlimactic. And then they rise to the surface of the water and they kind of make an arc with their hands and the dolphins just... Or like also like because the dolphins are the heroes too. The dolphins are the unsung characters. Now, will sharks eat dolphins? I'm assuming. I think I think great whites are an apex predator and they will eat anything. I mean these sharks. I mean these Much dolphins respect. seem to have be the only people that were really concerned about anything. The dolphins, the dolphins. Here's the thing. The dolphins are the smartest people in the movie. The yeah. smartest uh, entities mammals. in the movie. Smartest but mammals why, in the movie. Again, why? If you're making Jaws 3, don't you go, my dad killed two of these. I'm going to call my dad. I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. I know how to kill it. No, they're just very like lackadaisical. Even when PG, uh, the guy who plays um, Fitz uh, Royce's buddy, who I love. the other. Oh yeah, the, the other cameraman? The other cameraman. I love that guy. When he finds out he didn't come back, he's like, what? He didn't come back? And then he runs up the dock and down another hole. Like, yeah. what, what's that hole? Yeah. What, what are you doing over there? Um, I don't they, know. They made, they did a terrible job. For a movie that never leaves the park, they did a terrible job establishing the geography of the no park. no idea where So, like, when, when they go in and they say, when they see the dead body, and she's like, oh, okay, first of all, Dr. Catherine Morgan puts her hands wide. Right. As if to, she goes, whoa. And she looks scared and she puts her hands wide in measurement. What we understand later to be the measurement of the, the bite of the shark that killed him. But what it looks like is she's looking at a naked man's body and going, whoa, <laughs> and making it seem as though his dick is enormous, which I thought was very funny. But then um, she's like, they go and they find Louis Gossett Jr., And they're like, there's a bigger shark. There's a much bigger shark, and it's still in our waters. Then for, I don't know, 10 or so minutes, Dennis Quaid runs through the park, drives a golf cart, drives a bike, rides, jumps on multiple modes of transportation, trying to just get people out of the water, water, trying to get the water. But it's also like, why, what's in the water? He's like, he's acting as if these kids who are on dry land are going to be killed by this shark. But he's, and and he's, he's just, he's running right through the, the, the orca show. He's running, he's running through every venue (laughs) at SeaWorld, whether that venue is Seaside (laughs) or not. To me, the shark is only in the lagoon. It's like, Dennis Quaid, go to the lagoon. It's like that end of like Pee Wee's Big Adventure where he's like running through every movie 
reset. Like it really does feel like we got all SeaWorld. Let's keep on going. And Dennis Quaid is a guy who doesn't mind jumping into water with his shoes on. Oh, that guy jumps into water three times with his shoes on. Everything, everything. But I'm like, just kick off your shoes. Like you understand how swimming works. Yeah, that's gonna weigh you down. Like. Always shoe jumping in. I also found it hard to believe that SeaWorld didn't have some sort of, you know, all park uh, audio system where they could just call out like everybody out of the water. It was a new park, June. They hadn't figured that part out. They hadn't got that intercom system on. Do you think this was like a soft open for them? Oh, a soft launch? It seemed seemed like, wasn't it a soft open? Because they said it was like a family and friend day. That's why his brother came. Oh, really? I thought it was a family and friend day. Like, oh, that's interesting. You know, like come and you know we're we're just letting everybody. Uh, Is it possible? No, it's not possible that this movie came out when SeaWorld was just being established, right? No, SeaWorld's can't. been around f- forever. I think. Yeah, let's see. I'll see. Um, maybe. Yeah, it was, SeaWorld's always existed. Yeah, yeah. SeaWorld. There's never been a time. They talk about SeaWorld, SeaWorld in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 1964 yeah, yeah. Okay. is when it opened. And SeaWorld Orlando opened in 1973. Okay. And this was shot in 83. So this is 10 years into SeaWorld's uh, Got it. tenure in Orlando because this was shot in Orlando. I see. Um, by the way, one of my favorite moments, it's such a small moment we talked about, when they find the dead body of the guy who's been missing for a couple of days that everyone forgets about, no big deal. Um, when he floats, like, he just casually like, kind of floats up into that underwater <laughs> thing. The, everyone's so scared that they, somebody just pushes the girl's face yeah. into the wall. So she is literally It's face as if she's face. making out with the guy's corpse on the other side of the glass. It was, it like was a real mother-son <laughs> moment. Oh, Paul. We have to talk after the podcast about some stuff. Yeah, no, I feel like Dennis Quaid and what's her name, Bess, um, uh, Bess Armstrong. Armstrong, thank you, um, had the kind of chemistry that like a young boy has with his mother. Jean, what did you Didn't think of the chemistry? did you also try to make out with your grandma? Oh, no. What? No. Oh, no, it was just that you'd pretended you were drunk in front of her. My great grandma, like, yeah. I used to. Uh, <laughs> I but used if you were like, no, no, I'm trying to make out with my great grandma. <laughs> I used to pour root beer in a glass and be like, oh, it's a tough day at school. Oh, and she thought I was drinking and she like (laughs) told my mom. What is happening? This is too much. What is going on? We just, I mean, for the next howdies, if there is a next howdies, somebody needs to just make a super cut of all of your, all of your very strange childhood stories. Well, this is all like latchkey kids spending yeah. too much time in front of the TV. But my, I'm, I'm more concerned about the kid that pours himself a root beer and acts as though he's like sidling up at the bar after a tough day at the steel mill. It was just fun for me to do. I had no, I had no brothers and sisters, and I lived on a dead end block. I had to make up. Yeah, no, you had to have a couple of root beers and then try and get it on with your mom. Uh. (laughs) You're like, you don't understand. Class, math class was hard. Uh, but oh, I don't know. I can't even. I can't defend any of it. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with 
free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. We really talked about a lot of this film. I mean, um, yeah, let me tell you a couple. Well, let's see this. Obviously, we have an opinion about this film, but there's other people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit. Yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message? Maybe that art is subjective. I need a second opinion. Second opinions. That was a song by Jean Lejoie, uh, who uh, Jean. I said Jean Lejoie. You know what? I, I, He's a friend of ours. I know, but I think I was like. Have trying you now to, started mispronouncing our own friends? Jean Lejoie. Jean Lejoie. Um, I was really trying to put a, a real flourish on the last name, and it came out in the first yeah, uh, name. Yeah, it bled over. Jean Lejoie. Uh, so these are uh, these. Jean Lejoy. <laughs> these are second opinions called from Amazon. The average review of this film is a three point six out of five stars. There are thirty seven percent are five star reviews. 37 Yes. And this is, a, this is a movie that is fondly remembered and uh, by 3D uh, genre oh, enthusiasts. 
because it's kind of brought back the 3D movie. This one here is written by Psychedelic Rock, and um, <laughs> the title is Excellent Prequel to the Steven Spielberg classic. Whoa, what? So this person's a little confused on a couple of things. I also like Steven Spielberg. Um, so he writes, I like the actors, the plot, and the theme of the SeaWorld Aquatic Park that is offered in this music. Don't know how that goes. Okay, okay. Plus, Whoa. I love the vintage Mercury V6 outboard motors that were used in the movie. Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> Meanwhile, I wish Dennis Quaid and Bess Armstrong would reprise their roles for Revenge, a sequel that features Lorraine Gray's comeback. Done. That's So that's what he likes. And he also calls... That is really strange. And the theme of the SeaWorld Aquatic Park that's offered in this music. I don't in know. this music. I mean, like, that almost feels like a bot wrote that review. Yeah. That, uh, yeah <laughs> then it was signed MAGA. Um, all right. Oh, this God. is uh, <laughs> No, it was not. Uh, this is written by uh, Gerald Hammer Jr. Um, and it's a five-star review. It goes like this. I never really connected the dots on this one until I realized it in a way that puts the Brody family against the killer shark. Now it makes a great addition to my movie collection. Five stars. Oh, God. So you never connected the dots that Jaws 3D was about the Brody, the Brody boys? Okay, great. Glad that one came out of the blue for you. I wish this had been called Jaws 3, colon, the Brody boys. <laughs> uh, this one's written by David. Just writes, best Jaws ever. Five stars. Oh, God. And um, and finally, we'll end on this one. This is from Where To Next at 90. Um, it says this, I'm not concerned about the acting. To me, it reminds me of how everyone interacted with each other. Okay, the story was thrown together. But what no one seems to remember is that there were two other 3D movies released around the same time, which competed against it. Now, saying that it would be nice to see these films put back in the 3D as well is an understatement. The big thing today is studios no longer re-release films as they used to, unless you're one of the main selected cities. The studios are so focused on recent films, it'd be nice to watch some of the 80s films we grew up on. The whole premise is to go and hang out with your friends. Things sure have changed. <laughs> Five stars. Wow. Jesus. Um, a couple, oh. couple things here that I want to bring up. Um, first of all, why wasn't Roy Scheider in this film? Well, according to his biography... Um, he he agreed to make Blue Thunder in order to ensure that he was definitely and contractually unavailable to appear in this film. Wow! He made Jaws 2 reluctantly due to a contract issue with Universal Pictures, whereby he owed the studio two films after withdrawing from The Deer Hunter, which is crazy. Did he which, really? Yeah. And who's part, I wonder? I Walk wonder. In? Just watch that uh, this week, as a matter of fact. I wonder if he would actually be... For a different be, podcast? Why? Well, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about it, guys. Mm. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so to get out of that situation, he opted to do Jaws 2. And he said, he said, when people asked him, oh, did anyone ever ask you if you wanted to be in this? He's like, they knew better. Funny. So, yeah. So he was. By the way, he made the right choice. I loved Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder? I movie. was obsessed with Blue Thunder as a kid. I was obsessed with all those uh, helicopter things. Blue Thunder, Airwolf. So good. All of it. So then this, this is how the movie came to be. So basically. That was an entire Subgenre, I believe, that was driven by 
men who had come home from Vietnam who were helicopter pilots. Oh, yeah. And then that invaded all of TV at the time. You've got Magna P.I., you've got Riptide, you've got Airwolf, you've got um, uh, uh, Blue Thunder. Like, these are all TV and movie uh, vehicles that, that star primarily a helicopter. That's really interesting. I never thought about that. Even then, there's that one little moment in Die Hard when they're in the helicopter going around. It's like, this is just like Nam. Yeah, you know? I think like- it is that, I think it is simply a, a case that there was a, just a ton of people who had just come from Vietnam and had that as, that was just a part of uh, like our shared experience at yeah. that moment. Anyway. Well, okay, so this I is- I might be totally wrong. No, I think that's a good theory. Um, so here we go. The movie Jaws 3 was originally conceived- as a National Lampoon movie. It was going to be called Jaws 3, People Zero. And it was going to... Funny. Uh, right? And, um, and so it was going to start with Peter Benchley being eaten in his pool by a shark. Um, and it was going to just be really wild and crazy. Joe Dante was going to direct it. He directed Gremlins. Smart. And Steven Spielberg rejected the idea. And he said, I will leave Universal Studios. I will leave my overall if you take the name of Jaws and you make a comedy of Jaws. So... He threatened to it, so they take this other script, uh, Gordon Trueblood's original story, which was not a Jaws sequel, but it was turned into one very quickly. Uh, And then they basically took the premise, which was a great white shark swimming upstream and being trapped in a lake, and just put it into SeaWorld, and that was it. Oh, wow. So it was a real weird thing. Now, you would imagine that this movie, when it comes out, is a big bomb, right? Well, it grossed. $87.9 $87.9 million. And do you think that's I just because that. it was 3D at the time? Yes. There was like not much yeah. 3D? It was one of the biggest 3D openings of yeah. all time. It came in number 15 of all the movies made in 83. The top three were Return of the Jedi, Terms of Endearment, and Flashdance. It was beaten by Staying Alive, number eight, and Spider- uh, Superman 3, which is number 12, and it beat Hercules, which was 66. Um, which is just kind of crazy. So and- crazy that all those movies came out the same year. Yeah. Like that's a very good movie year. That's a that's a wide swath of though like uh, like the idea that Hercules and how bad that looked. Wait, Hercules or Hercules in New York? Hercules, the one that we saw. The one we yeah. just recently yeah. did. Mm-hmm. That Hercules, Return of the Jedi. This are all the same year. That's shocking. I know. And now here's one thing for the people who listen to the podcast they might like. This movie in Halloween 3. So season- wait, this is for only people that listen to the podcast. Yeah, people okay, who go in the back so, catalog. So, so, so for people, pause so the for the rest of the show has been for people that don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a little something extra for those of you that listen to the podcast. So we talked about <laughs> Halloween Season of the Witch uh, a while ago. And Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and Jaws 3 have some similarities. Both are third films in a series. Uh, that uh, what so that's, is this? Are people going to want to hear this, Paul? <laughs> I know I'm not a person who listens to this podcast, but I don't like where this is going. <laughs> they both launched the careers of. <laughs> I won't worry. I think it. I'm not going to listen. All right. To this <laughs> so just to be clear, June and I, as not as people that you don't listen to this podcast, you guys should we left? be ignoring this? Oh or what should, I, man, I, I just don't know what to do right now. <laughs> you guys, all right. Well, forget it. You know what? You can do your own research. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Uh, all right. We're just here to talk about 90s fashion. Yeah. That's all we want. Uh, the, Speaking of fashion, yeah. Jason, yeah. I'm noticing that your fanny pack is here. Yeah, my fanny pack is here. I've never seen it in the wild. I've yeah. only heard about it. Sure. I've it's a good never... looking fanny pack. Who makes it? 
it's a it's a brand called Through Pack. Now, can I ask? Yes, please. What's in there? What's in here is what's like in your fanny pack. Open yeah, it up. Let's it's see. It's like the various things that I might carry around: okay. asthma inhaler, okay. EpiPen, EpiPen, of course, pen, um, lighter. And you kind of wear it like a like a Chewbacca bandolier, like you wear I it. Most, you know what I do? Yeah. I wear it Except some, for when you're hiking. And yeah, I wear it like a fanny pack. Yeah, I do wear it more often like a fanny pack just to like bop around. But like when I don't want to carry a backpack, when I don't want to have like my computer and all the rest, I just throw everything in this and walk around with it, and it's pretty chill. Mm, you know, I'm still like wow. figuring it out, but you know, yeah, how much yeah, are you using yeah. that asthma inhaler? Uh, I use well when I'm on a hike. I use my asthma inhaler. Yeah. So and this is pri- I will say I primarily use this when I'm going on a hike Got or it. when I'm like yeah. And it's bright red. It is bright red. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, right. I, I thought like it was. I have a white one fall too. Away. Yeah. I have a white one too. That I've is seen the very white one. Subtle. I've seen the white one in the wild, and it was so subtle. It, it's it hides really nicely. Yeah. But I saw you go in there, blah blah, blah and then they got. I was like, wow, that was good. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. um, people, if I you want to see, you're, you're like June is like really trying to crack the code of the fanny pack. Can I ask? Would you one let me get question? one? Absolutely Please. not. Can I ask one other question? Of course. What is? Is there another pocket on the side that mesh pocket? Does no. anything go in there? No, or no. That that's to ex- keep your body. An extender? Yeah, I think this is just so you can kind of get in and out of it without it being like really too tight. It gives it a little bit. It gotcha. gives you more access to the bag, I think. Yeah. And now can I can yeah. I just give you my thoughts? Please give bring, bring it home. <laughs> Here we so go. I was expecting it to. I'm surprised at how close to a purse it appears. Yeah. Well, it's just a square. It looks like a clutch. It looks, it looks like, like a, a clutch. clutch. I don't yeah. mind a purse. I wish I, I would have. Listen, I would happily carry a purse. I think you do. I, for the most part, I, this is the closest I will come to a purse. Or like I sometimes carry a tote bag, which I like as well. I don't like a tote bag because I can't get that on my arm. Wow, wow, wow. wow this is, we're really, oh boy. This wow. tour, I'm telling you what, on this tour, you're going to see a lot of my gear I getting cannot, used I to its like, oof. Wait. Speaking of our tour, so, yeah, okay, well, well, go ahead, Junette. I'm not done, Paul. Oh, exactly. I'm not nearly done. <laughs> <laughs> So you have yeah. right now the yeah. fanny pack and then two very large containers of yeah. liquids with you. Yes. So you're carrying the fanny pack around, uh, worn sort of sure. crossbody. Yeah. And then I'm just carrying the two things. And then things. you're told one in each Normally half. I wouldn't do this. Normally I wouldn't have this much stuff or I would have a backpack. But, we but have, because but I you can't. also pour coffee in um, a flask, like a hydro flask, because I just got my This new is hydro. water. Right. This is water and this is coffee. But you said that you sometimes say you put oh, your coffee in a yes, hydro flask. Yes, I do. I do. Sometimes I carry an, a set. There is in my car right now another one of these hydro flasks that has the rest of my coffee in it. Got it. So mm-hmm. I will transfer the coffee to the mug. <laughs> now, when we go on the tour, yeah. what bags do you think you're bringing? Oh, such a good question. You know, I'm going to have some sort of roller suitcase. Uh, you're going to have a suitcase. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to have, you know, a, pro- a backpack, probably a Tom Bin Synapse 25. Well, by the way, I am a big Tom Bin fan. I can't get enough of Tom Bin. I like Tom Bin. So I'm obs- I turned Paul onto Tom Bin backpacks. I am completely obsessed. He has now bought one. And I'm I am so obsessed. I'm really, that- obs- I'm really upset you didn't tell me about it first so I could buy one for him. Because oh. one of the biggest fights we ever got into was over a backpack I bought him. Oh, funny. What was that? Paul. Oh, boy. I don't remember this. <laughs> Paul. You guys really? Want- what was this? <sighs> oh, for your birthday. oh, no. This is why I got upset with it. Because June said this. June goes, it's I have. It's been couples therapy. She said, she goes, I have the perfect gift for my, <laughs> for all of my agents. I'm going to get them all this backpack, this Herschel backpack. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, great idea. And then when I and get my said, Christmas. Great idea. Great idea. No, and then when I get idea. my gift. 
It's the same Herschel backpack yeah. that she bought all of Rage. I, I, I now understand why this Is was a fight. I understand. It's not bad. It's only in it's bad. context. He's trying to be. It's yeah. only in context. If you had just given him a backpack yes. that he liked, totally fine. It's that it was in equal. It was of equal weight as an agent gift. You gave your husband an agent gift. Yes. Okay. Now, can I? Yeah. May I speak? I know for he second? liked it. I know he liked no, it. No, no, no. The other, the other piece of this was I had actually ordered something for Paul from that I saw on Shark Tank that we were both obsessed with, which was a. It almost looked like a moleskin notebook, and when you opened it I up, book, it was yeah. a light. Yeah, the Lumineer. Or the Lumineer. Okay. Yeah, it's called yeah. like the Lumineer. Cool. And it was so beautiful, and the light that um, illuminates from it is this really gorgeous. soft, gorgeous golden light. Yeah. Are you guys going to try and sell, <laughs> sell me one of these Jason, lights? Jason, they're so what good. Oh, get They really on are it. so beautiful, okay. and it just looks stunning. And yeah. you can have it bedside, so if you're reading I love it. sounds like the perfect birthday gift, but. It is, but it wasn't arriving oh, in time. Uh-huh. So I was frantically wanting him to open up something. Understandable. And, uh, listen, Paul is an amazing gift giver. I am not, and I've said that a number of times. Well, by the not way, one of my love languages. Tell, tell <laughs> Jason right now, right now, literally. I get on, that. It, I get right that. Right now, on the side on June's bedside table, tell Jason what's there. Your Father's Day gift. Two wrap Father's Day gifts. <laughs> now, what day is it right now? It is uh, June twenty eighth. There are two wrap Father's Day gifts that are still sitting there. They have yet to be given to well, me. Well, <laughs> I think you had a wonderful Father's Day, and I think I curated a beautiful day for you. What happened? (laughs) Honestly, I hope we make it on tour. I hope we get to this tour. (laughs) What happened was I, when I bought those gifts, I hid them in the house. Sure. And then on Father's Day, I couldn't find them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is great. I simply forgot where they were. Now, we had many other wonderful experiences that day. I'm not saying anything bad about my Father's Day gift. I'm just. You had a wonderful Father's Day. I'm not talking about my Father's Day. I did find them a few days later. And then you've put them on the side of your bed. There hasn't been the right moment to give them to you. (laughs) (laughs) These peaks into your lives are so interesting. Um, This is wild. Um, If there is a time that you need a gift for Paul, I would be more than happy to recommend things to you. So just shoot me an email. Yeah, because just so you know, Paul is a very self-sufficient man. So yeah. if he wants something, he's going to get it. He's Absolutely. Not, he's not someone who denies himself. Yeah. Right? So it's hard to shop for him because he's already gotten all the things he wants and needs. So it has to be something that's a little surprising. Outside little, the box, something yes. he's not exactly get. Because I, yeah. I, I, I get if that. If you guys uh, I've, I've coming on the tour want to bring me bag. any gifts, I'm open to that. Like, not you, me, Jason, and you. I'm not people, your father's day gift. No, I'm you know saying what? if I'm anyone on the tour, gifts if anyone on the, on the tour wants to bring me gifts on the road, address them to John. You should not say that. You should definitely not say that. But I mean, like, if people want to give us all gifts, don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please make a donation in our name. Yes. To like, SeaWorld. Don't, or make a donate. <laughs> SeaWorld kept alive by uh, by donations in our name. This was a charity episode. All of our advertisement is for SeaWorld in this episode. Um, but to very quickly, just once more, say, Tom Bin, you guys are doing great work. But I'm also going to shut. I also uh, turned Paul on to the Evergood CPL 24. Yes. Which he's carrying today. Evergoods. CPL 24. 24. Oh, There's June. no bag that needs that oh, many June. different I need to show you these. Yeah. Let me just tell you one and- thing. Because Jason obviously gave me a great like lesson in bag baggetry. Uh, and, uh, I don't think we should say that. <laughs> I don't think we should use that as a word. So Jason got me into this Tom Ben bag that I can't. I love it so much. That I was like, oh, I know I got this Evergoods bag. I am, I'm nervous to even transfer myself because I'm so in love with my Tom Bin bag. Then I go into my Evergoods bag and I'm like, 
Oh, it's great. I've been missing out on. They're both great. Now listen, and, feel, and then I have another I bag. Mean? I have three bags now. Jason has got me three bags. I have a travel day travel bag. Well, question for you. One of my main complaints about you is that <laughs> main <laughs> main one of one of the main complaints. Right, one of Holy the main. Shit. One of my main complaints. Holy oh shit. man, what we have a gonna... room in our home, the sitting room. <laughs> mm-hmm. The sitting, the, the sitting room. Yeah. And it's when you first enter the house, the first room you see. I like to keep it clean. I yes. like because it's really not a room to be in. Oh my god! Yes, it's one of those fake rooms in the house <laughs> that you just have for show. And I, you leave that bag mm-hmm. right on the couch every time I come home. Is it because you're so proud of it? You just want to display it? Yeah. <laughs> I want people to what see if, it. What if he put a hook? Like, if would there be a hook he could not hang it on? Like not a, on that wall, Jason. Not, not in, in that like room. the mud room or something. Or the in whatever. the mud area, there is a hook. There are hooks, yeah. but that mud room is very far away from the door. I've always seen it in oh, June. Like yeah. that, it's like it's like I have to go walk across the house to the mud room. And I want to, you know, embra- you I want to walk in and embrace my wife in a, and a hug and a kiss and and, and really pay <laughs> some attention to my little children. Very strange. I just hate when you kiss me like you kiss your mother. You mean open mouth with tongue? <laughs> you guys kiss like Dennis Quaid and, 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 and best, best Harper. Um, um, anyway, if you want to come to the open mouth kissing tour, uh, how does oh, we made? are going to do a kissing booth at the tour. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. By the way, I will tell you this. We are doing some fun stuff for this tour. Uh, if you have not gotten your tickets yet, please come out and see us. We are starting the tour here in July in L.A. We're going to Charleston, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, D.C., uh, Boston, New York. Philly! Uh, Philly! Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're ending up in Montreal. And then we're going to go back out on the road in September again to Chicago, uh, Berkeley, Portland, Seattle, and Toronto. But I will tell you this, two fun things that we're doing on the road. Every show gets a special shirt. We just did one for Austin. You guys just heard the Serenity episode. So you <laughs> now understand the uh, Jason, John, and June shirt. But we made that specially right there. We also have some amazing, uh, Mitch Jarrods, who is an amazing comic book artist. He, uh, you know, did. He's, Eisner Award winning yes. team behind uh, Mr. Miracle and Sheriff of Baghdad. He designed a special how this get made poster. We also have. Uh, or Babylon. It was retitled Sheriff of Babylon. And so. we also have some amazing new pins out there. Uh, Geostorm pins. We got scribble pins. And we got Where Does a Butt Start? We got start. scribble pins? Oh, yeah. Scribble oh. pins are going to be great. Uh, so I've been getting that all ready. We are going on the road. So make sure you get your tickets. Uh, by the time you listen to this, all the movies that we're doing on our first leg of the tour will be up on hdtgminfo.com. hdtgminfo.com. Make sure you come dressed in a character if you'd like. Uh, I would prefer that. Uh, you or co- come dressed. People also come dressed wearing their favorite How Did This Get Made shirts. Oh, yeah. Whether it's a dragon sound shirt yes. or a What's Up Jerk yeah, shirt. Yeah, you can wear the con- you can wear the shirt to the concert or whatever that is. Um, write a song. Be prepared with your questions. We cannot wait to see Ooh, you. Yeah. If you are, well, maybe I'll regret saying this, but if you are a cool local band in any of these cities, why not write a second opinion song for us and come up and sing it? You that know? would be amazing. We love Sounds that. like a lot of people on stage. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like. Acapella. Yeah, Acapella. you're like a two-person band. <clears throat> yeah. If you're a folk duo. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at you, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Get also, on like there. that was a joke about donating to SeaWorld. Obviously, please, no one donate to SeaWorld. Please do not. And don't support it at all. Now, yeah. Capricorn is still out there living it up, uh, taking people on tour. So if you want to experience what Dennis Quaid and Bess Armstrong experienced in the movie, you can go to SeaWorld and ride with Capricorn. June, look at me. 
<laughs> Wait, are you are you supporting SeaWorld? Guys, I don't want to get into it. I may have gotten a little bit of money under the table. No, okay. no, no. We do not support SeaWorld. We're not bringing any children to SeaWorld. We're not doing anything to SeaWorld. Um, we are doing um, VIP situations in these tour dates. Yes, they're already sold here's, out. Here's what I'm going to say, though. During the VIP, don't think that's some sort of license to, like, touch on us a bunch. Mm. This same rules apply. Uh, keep your hands to yourself, yes. you weirdos. And by the way, uh, for our September leg of the tour, you can also be with purchasing your ticket, purchase uh, June's new book at a very uh, discounted What's rate. the only book I've ever been a part of? <clears throat> okay, well. You didn't it? you write Fifty Shades of Grey? No, 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 no. You no. did That was a different, yeah, that was oh, a, a woman okay. who I think, yeah, started off in Twilight fan fiction and then. That, well, but that was not you. That but, was definitely because I know you write a lot of Twilight fan fiction. Yes, but that's separate. Got it. Yeah. So, but people can get June's book uh, as part of their ticket package there as well. This is fun. Anyone want to plug anything? Anyone want to plug anything at all? John Wick three still in theaters. John Jason. Wick three still in theaters. I think it's. I think it's now. Uh, I can say I the I will be in an episode of this new season of Legion that just started Ooh, on fun. FX. That is a very fun. People show. are loving this season. It I'm is excited to get back. A wild into it. ride. Wow, I can't wait. And I yes. Yeah, so my, the book that I I co-authored with Kate Black is out September third. It's called Represent: The Women's Guide to Running for Office and Changing the World. And you can ask your independent bookstore bookstore or local bookseller to uh, have it in stock and purchase it there. Also, I've just started watching The Sopranos. It's wonderful. So good. So good. I am rewatching Deadwood right now. So great. It is phenomenal. I would like to watch that show with you, June. It's such a good show. Um, and I just want to plug uh, really briefly. I know we joke about it a lot on the show, but we literally uh, had Spike Lee on Unspooled this week. And wow, talking about amazing. Do the Right Thing, you yes, said, right? And it was awesome. Like amazing he's to be in the room. Really great to have Spike in the room. Uh, you know, just as great as having Annie Potts for the Toy Story episode. And Did you uh, ask you? Either of them to be on this show? Uh, Did you mention this show? You know, I think that actually, hmm, that was interesting. I, I, yeah, I, I might have. I might have actually. You did? What did they say? I think they were like, yeah, yeah, let me get back. I'll get, get back to you. Great. Having, so did like, you get back to them? Uh, you know, they were having such a good time on um, on Spooled that we, we didn't even get into the whole deal. Uh, but, you know, speaking of Deer Hunter, we are also doing a Deer Hunter episode this week. Wow. This um, is rich. This show is now just advertisement for Unspooled, and I do not appreciate it. We appreciate all the, the listeners coming over from how this game made. They're coming over in droves, which is really nice. Uh, um, oh, here's the other thing I will say, and I, I'm, I'm certain I will regret saying this as well. But if you are in a town that we might not know well, Charleston, oh, Durham, I mean, maybe tweet at us, like, what are the restaurants we should be going to? I've actually been keeping a good list oh, of good. that oh, because okay. people have been tweeting at us. Okay, that's what so, I want to know. Uh, if there's something unique or wonderful in your town that is worth us going and having a meal there or something like that. If you see us there, don't touch Oh, uh, if you see us there, if you see me where food is being served, don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, use the hashtag HDTGM eats to let us know where we should eat in your town. And how about HDTGM drinks? Where, like, if there's oh, a cool yeah. bar in your town that we should be going to or something. Maybe we should know? just do yeah. HDTGM tour so we can put no, everything. No, that's going to be so much bigger. We have yeah. individual hashtags for each thing HDTGM eats, HDTGM drinks, HDTGM seats. What is it? Bands. Bands. HDTGM boobs. How What's about the strip sites? club in Wait, your town that we should be going to? No, no, no. This one, June just wrote a note and said that I should say this. HDTGM car wash. 
washes. HDTGM sexy car washes. If there's like if there's like a softball team having a sexy car wash, I want to know about it. We want to be there. We're in every town for about a day. We're going to make the most of it. Yeah, we're planning on not sleeping at all and just crushing everything we can. <laughs> and powering through multiple movies. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I want to give a shout out to our engineer, Devin, who is just the best. Our producer, Cody, and our producer, uh, Avril Halley. Also, our researcher, uh, Nate Kiley, and Kyle Waldron, who does all of our cool Instagram and Facebook art. Um, if you want to talk more about Jaws 3D, you can. You can give us a call at 619-PAUL-ASK, the 619-PAUL-ASK. We'll talk about it on the How Did It Get Made mini episode where we have appearances by you. We also have appearances by Blake Harris and the movie Bitches. It's so much fun. Take a listen to our mini episodes. And that is all for now. We'll see you next week on our mini episode. And make sure you head over to the HD TGM store at TeePublic. So that's TeePublic.com slash store slash HD TGM and get all your shirts and good needs there. Bye for now. Good needs. Good needs. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.